Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now, the garden shed can be a lot of things. It can be a place where bikes, lawnmowers, and spiders live. (laughs) (laughs) It can be a man or woman cave. We've even seen people turning them into bars. But for our next guest, it's actually her family home. Paige St. Cyr has transformed her in-law's shed into something incredible, and she's on the line. How are you, Paige? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. Congratulations on your home slash shed. Did you ever think that you would be living in Ireland in a shed? I definitely did not. That was not part of my greater life plan. (laughs) What's your background? How did this all come about? Yeah, um, so I'm American and I lived in Boston. I was training to be a midwife at the time and there tend to be a lot of Irishmen in Boston and I met and fell in love with one. Um, And then we moved over here in 2020. Oh, right. Good time to move. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. It was a little bit crazy, but... It just felt like the right time. Things were pretty crazy in the States, so. A lot of people decide to move back to Ireland at some point. Um, A lot of people want to come back to the home sod, and you thankfully were kind enough uh, to go along with the hubby. Um, But not a lot (laughs) of people decide to live in the back garden of the in-laws. That's an even bigger challenge. How did that discussion come (laughs) about? And why did you not just find your own place even down the road from them? (laughs) Oh, man. So we had done some research and we felt like we had enough money to come home and buy something. And then we decided to move during COVID. And we we didn't really anticipate how difficult it would be to see property um, during the pandemic. So we were, we were staying here with my in-laws until we could find something. And then pretty rapidly we decided we really liked this area though it's it's much more expensive than some of the areas we had been looking in right which Um, which is this area you're in yeah so we live like smack dab between kilkenny city and wexford so like right in that lovely little part of the world i feel like it's very forgotten it's underrated yeah it is beautiful there you're equidistant between the two so you can nip over and back as you need to Absolutely, yeah. And there's quite a lot going on just right where we are. So so the location um, we appealed were, to you, but then, yeah, how did you just decide no. then to let's move into the shed? <laughs> oh, God, we just couldn't find, like, anything right around. There wasn't very much on the market, and I had said it, and my husband was like, definitely not, that's so crazy. And then one day, like, maybe two weeks later, we were on a walk, and he was like, I have kind of a crazy idea what if we lived in the shed? I was like so gobsmacked. I was like, I can't even believe you're feeding this idea back to me right now. It does sound like a conversation we'd walk away going, I've married the wrong person. What's going on? <laughs> I've made a terrible so mistake. Classic. I mean, how, how big was this shed that Matthew was suggesting you guys might live in? Uh, so it's two small sheds that are connected. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in its time a pottery studio for um, his grandmother. And then the other part was a tool shed. So the the footprint of it is about 700 square feet. Oh, and then okay. we added in block work and a lot of insulation. So in terms of livable space, it's probably, it's somewhere in between 500 and 550. Okay, so it's not like literally, you know, one of these super not tiny like, 50 square foot yeah. spaces. Okay, so it's... it's How many it rooms is it? Mm, okay, so my daughter has a teeny tiny room that you could fit like a twin size mattress and a chest of drawers. We have like a main living area that's our entrance, our living area, 
We have a dining bar that also is counter space and kitchen. Then we have our bedroom and kind of within our bedroom, though it is a separate room, I guess technically is a small bathroom with a shower. Okay, now, like, it's a big shed, but it's still not very big to put a family into. And as you said, to describe those rooms that you did there. So how handy are you and Matthew and his in-laws that you guys managed to turn what was effectively Mm. an abandoned pair of sheds into a home? <laughs> yeah, so we are much handier now. I would say so my mother-in-law is an author. She's an incredible writer. I wouldn't say she has any shed building skills though. My father-in-law similar like he is an amazing gardener and no shed building skills. So we had some basic skills and then we decided we've been calling this our practice house. We were like, well, we might as well and we'll learn so much along the well, way. Well, that's a good so, idea. Yeah, I mean it's it's way less high stakes. You know, we knew we'd live in it for a little bit, but we yeah, because you're, you're potentially happens. wrecking someone else's shed. <laughs> That's yeah, why well, it's less high I mean, stakes. How bad Paige? can you make a shed? You know, it's in your block. There's like, a crash. We make it worse. You're like, whoops! The roof just caved in. Oh well, it's <laughs> not our it's not our real home. So I presume structurally it was probably okay, was it? It was just kind of transforming it yeah. into a warm, dry, and functional space was the key. Definitely. So it was the cinder blocks were intact. They actually were having the shed, the um, the roof replaced when we moved in. So not when we, when we moved to Ireland, they mm. were having the roof replaced anyways. And we were like, hey, we might live in there. Can we add some skylights? The builders were like, what are you like? But they <laughs> did it. And then by the time the roof was on, we were fully decided we were going to live in here. Okay. Um, and that was great because those contractors, it was a plasterer and a general um carpenter they are so wonderful and what ended up happening is they kind of came in at the end to help us fix our mistakes oh nice so they went through your own little snag list there that's important i have one of those people yeah. as well he's called dave <laughs> <laughs> what have you done oh, no. um, okay so how much would it cost if you don't mind telling us because a lot of people will be totally. thinking about this and going like well hang on there is that, you know, that that garage down the end of the, the garden in my parents' place or that outhouse or whatever. If I needed to turn it into a home, I mean, what kind of investment are you looking at? Yeah, so we didn't scrimp. Like, I got the things that I wanted, <clears throat> excuse me, for the most part. Um, and it was around 30 grand oh, all wow. in. Okay, so 30 grand. Um, I think it would be significantly more now, though. The prices of building materials have gone bananas. Yeah, they really have of late, yeah. Um, Our listeners page will be just busting a gut to have a look at the pictures. Where do they find you on Instagram? Yeah, our tag is at Irish Tiny House. At Irish Tiny House. You can go have a look. It actually looks really cosy. It looks really nice, really lovely, well-decorated. Um, I'm going to ask you a question which may bring the whole dream tumbling down. Um, what's the story with planning permission? <laughs> like, yeah, are there totally. Any, I, mean, I don't want to blow your cover or anything, but is this legal? Right now that I've given away my location. Yeah. So, much. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we didn't change the structure. It would have been like amazing to put a second floor on but then we would have had to go for planning so that Mm. is some of the reason we decided not to do okay so if you have something like a shed or an outhouse or whatever that isn't currently being lived in you can turn that into a living space without needing to to go down the planning route as long as you don't change the structure too much yeah Yeah, i mean obviously i'm not not suggesting you're a planning expert but just your understanding of it yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, don't, yeah, don't take my word for it. I think too, like we have a composting toilet, right? We didn't have to attach the septics. We didn't attach the mains water. We have a rainwater system. So you I, know, I think Paige, I liked all those. the story until you said two words there, which was composting toilet. <laughs> and now I'm backing out of your driveway in my truck going, Ow. no, no. To explain what that is to everybody in as clean a way as you possibly can. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, so essentially it's two compartments that we can collect the waste in and that is serves us for like a week, maybe two. And then we have a compost that literally turns it into soil wow. in a year. Okay. So, so it's, it's pretty underrated. Did, you know, it would have been how waste was dealt with, certainly in, in China for a really long time. People would have paid to collect other people's waste. Is it like stinky? It, it was very Western. It's not stinky. So um, the, the pee is actually the stinky part. Right. I know that's hard to believe. So we take out the pee every like day or two days so it doesn't stink. Uh, and you've then lost Dave now. <laughs> there you go. You, you just anything. You didn't want to have to remove anything. And now you said it. Um, it look, it's a fascinating project. But look, the reality is, you know, when people see the pictures, it is very cute. It's very cozy, but it is small. And you have a growing family. You've got two small babies. What, what age are they now? Yeah. Yeah, our daughter's four and our son is just six months. Okay, well, congratulations. Um, and what are their names? Um, Lyra and Reggie. Excellent. Uh, Reggie's the new arrival, is he? He is, and he was born right in the house, so he was born in our teeny tiny shower. No way, that's so cool. Yeah. So you had a home yeah. birth. I did, Was yeah. it planned or was it a surprise? Reggie decided he wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to have a look at the shower. Oh, God, it was planned, but it was so fast. I'd say even if we hadn't have planned it, it would have been. But hey, you're in the in-laws back garden. Presumably they were able to visit. They did, yeah. He was born around 620 and they were here around 930 to meet him. So it was really so wonderful. What did your own own family think when you messaged home and said, hey, (laughs) you know, the move's going great. We're living in a shed at the end of a garden. (laughs) And I'm going to have a baby in in a minute. Yeah, I think they think we're a little bit crazy. It's one of those things that like maybe not so many positive words and then they saw us in the newspaper and they were like, wow, you guys are so inspirational. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) National paper and radio coverage changes everything. Just be inspirational in someone else's garden. Uh, Paige, it is inspirational. (laughs) It genuinely is. I think if people go to uh, at Irish Tiny House on Instagram, you can have a look at the pictures and and see like what what actually 550 square feet looks like. It's not as small as you think, but definitely I presume uh, as Reggie gets bigger, you guys would grow it and try something else but uh, it's an amazing project congratulations thank you thank you guys so much all right Paige take care bye 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 Dermot and Dave weekdays from 9am today